professional athletes, you can talk as much shit about them as you want, but they literally dedicated their entire life to that sport Mm -hmm. because that's how, that's what you have to do to be that good. And so I think people forget they're like, oh, they're spoiled and rich and blah, blah, blah. And sure they are, but they worked really hard to get to that point. (laughs) And it's like, let them make whatever choice. their brain. He's going to decide if he's okay with getting hit in the head all the time. Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What a wonderful universe. Welcome to Surely You're Joking. I'm your host, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. I'm here in my home in... California, Southern California. <laughs> but today's guest is a is a friend that I met up in Seattle in the middle of summer, yeah. which is uh, the secret time to visit Seattle, I found out. <laughs> yep, it was a couple weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she's a comedian. She's been on Laughs. She goes on tour all over the country. Uh, welcome, Monica Nevy. Yay, thank Yay. you for having and me. And I said your name right. Yeah, you did. When the names are like one to two syllables long, I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I was still like, it's going to be Nevy or something. Like, I, I, everyone knows I mess no, it up Nevy. all the time. Um, so we met through Steve Hofsetter, mm-hmm. also on the show. He recommended uh, that we do a show together up in Seattle. We did. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go back to Seattle sometime. I just haven't. It's great. Time. Yeah. Really good comedy I'm biased, clubs. but I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but you actually moved down here now, right? Yep. But, yep. You're, but you're only here there. a little bit. Is that because you're in tour all the time? Or are you, yeah. are you doing the scene? Are you doing the road? I mean, yeah. I... Uh, this is that's all that I do, so I gotta pay for stuff somehow, which yeah. is usually leaving. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on the road, and this summer actually has been really, really busy. So, mm-hmm. and once you're outside LA, you get to do more than ten minutes, exactly, which is great, and you usually get paid for it. <laughs> right, that's nice. <laughs> they give you at least a free drink not yeah. here in LA. <laughs> right. Here you're here you're supposed to buy the drinks if you want to get stage right. time. Stage yeah, time, that's... you better pay for that coke. Yeah. So you are not a scientist, as not far scientist. as I know, but you're a very uh, smart woman. Um, yeah. And I, I went Steve, to college. You went to college. You got the paper, mm-hmm. got the documents. I have the degree. Yeah. <laughs> Probably going to have to register that soon. Right. Um, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my degree is in sports and exercise science. So it's oh. A, oh, you're safe. Technically a science degree. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, there might be a, a flood of sports scientists or sports people once the NFL goes bankrupt or something. Yeah, I they're guess, all going to be looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that boycott's I, really going to... I tweeted a joke about the boycott, mm-hmm. and they swear to God, this is how strange the world is. So originally people were saying you should boycott the NFL for not firing the kneelers, you know, the take right. a knee people. Okay. And then in the lifespan of the tweet... It had already switched to people boycotting the NFL in the other direction because they wouldn't let him go on stage. That's funny because I couldn't, I, I like, I couldn't figure it out why people were, like, I couldn't figure out what side was trying to boycott, right, and I was like, was I don't know what's happening. Neither. Right? Yeah. But I mean, it's great. Don't you love it when a when a joke plays to both sides? Exactly. <laughs> That's just... so perfect too. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I covered the whole audience or made everyone mad. I don't. Right. I don't know. I can't tell. It's like the the premise is good for one side, and then the punchline's good for the other. And right. you're like, I don't know what part you're laughing at, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's turning into a real skill that I'm trying to develop. Um, just trying to make jokes that are can be about politics but are not like so one-sided which is really hard because everyone wants things to be one-sided now it's it's really kind of it's so polarized it's crazy how often i like start to tweet something and then erase it like because i'll be like (laughs) mad about something or like really to one side and then i'll like 
just typing it out, I feel like makes me mm-hmm. feel better. And then I'll delete it and then be like, do some watered down version where I'm like, this isn't going to piss anybody off. Right. So. And then it's like, you know, feel a little, feel a little bad afterwards. Cause it would have been really funny. Um, yeah. It, then just to make it worse, I've noticed something recently. Uh, Twitter's been twi- uh, like twiddling with their algorithms and stuff like this. And a friend of mine is like, uh, was posting a bunch of tweets and he, they were just sounding so crazy. And then when they, when you, you have to go and you read them in order and read all the responses. And then it just occurred to me, it's like Twitter is taking even your friends. They're taking like the most controversial thing you can say <laughs> right. that would, and it's almost like they're deliberately showing it to the people that it will upset, you know, like it's, I guess it's like counter bubble uh, algorithms or something, you know, because people are complaining right. before everyone wants to go to their bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is like, no, we're going to. We're going to collide the bubble. You know, put all like, the stuff you don't like, like a, right here. Like a particle collider just smashing it together <laughs> and just shit flies out in all directions. Um, that's, that's a pretty good summary of what Twitter is. <laughs> shit flying out in all directions. <laughs> I want to do this uh, sketch. Let me know if you if you so this sounds interesting. Uh, where you... I think it'd be funny to have like Twitter in real life, but like VR kind of thing. Oh. So imagine instead of just hearing... Because so, you always get a little snippet of someone being angry at something... Or, you know, the drunk tweet or something like that. Wouldn't it be hilarious if you had VR where you were suddenly like just transported to someone for that comment that they made? You know, so it's just like zap and suddenly your your, your friend is like super mad, puking in the side of it. You're just there and it's like, I fucking hate Todd or something like that, you know? And then instantly you're transported around the world to somebody saying how mad they are about hurricane relief or something. And then, like, you're also just thrown into a political argument at someone's, like, uh, Thanksgiving dinner table or something. <laughs> just, like, going yeah. back and forth. And you just, each time you only get, like, one sentence. And you're just, like, thrown. <laughs> I think people would, like, scream and rip it off their head. Or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. That's... I think that, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like part of the reason people are so aggressive on Twitter and stuff is that they are behind like this screen, you know, but if you take that out of it where you're like, I get to see you while you're doing this, then uh-huh. it's not as. Well, yeah, like half the time it's like practically death threats and everything. And just, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> or they just, are like, exactly death threats. You're or like, exactly what? death threats. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we're just, we're cool with that as a society. Now. Why not? <laughs> they love that resort. It's like, well, I'll make a joke. I'll tell you I'm upset. They respond. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Right>. What? <laughs> I had a video up on YouTube once where I was um, I was killing a chicken, actually. Okay. And, uh, yeah. It's uh, not in... what I thought you were going to say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this was in Africa where people kill their own chickens. And mm-hmm. so they were, I was being taught how to do it. And it went viral. And uh, like, hun- like over 130,000 people saw it. Wow. And I got these... I asked my my friend put it up. I wouldn't have put it up actually because I didn't really wasn't like oh this is gonna be awesome. But uh, he he Watch thought it, he thought it was like you know unadulterated truth or something. And uh, I started getting death threats from like militant vegans and stuff like saying I'm gonna chop off your head and see how you feel. But it was Seems also like, like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also weird. Is like there was this weird dynamic where people were also saying. Uh, you know, like, where do you think your chicken nuggets come from? And then what was extra weird was that that would work. Some people were like, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. That's and not where their chicken nuggets come so from. So I, I tracked down one of the per- people who made, like, the most violent threat, like, saying, I'm going to go to your house and cut your throat. And I, I found out, it turns out it was a Canadian 14-year-old boy. <laughs> Of course. And then I just, it opened my eyes. Not it's the like, Canadian oh, okay. part, but the 14-year-old boy part makes sense. Right. Like, like, all right. Hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know. Who has access to all that stuff? You're like, okay. Right. I thought it'd be funny to show up at his house and be like, you know, here's a knife. Go ahead. Yeah. Here, chop off my head. All right. (laughs) Might have to cut that whole story out so we don't get militant vegan things again. Are you vegan? No. Oh, Mm -mm. bless your heart. (laughs) Uh, How about uh, sort of vegetarian? Anything? Nope. All right. I'm pretty. Eat food. Yeah. Awesome. I'm pretty. I'm a big. Conscious of what I eat, but not, um, not vegetarian or vegan or anything, so. So uh, you tour a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, you're only here for like a couple of weeks this time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you touring? Well, I have like a corporate and some other stuff in Seattle this weekend. Oh, those pay well, right? Yeah. yeah and then um, I'll be back for a day, and then I go to <laughs> Oregon for a week, and then I'll be back for a few days, I think, and then I'm going to like Michigan and Minnesota and stuff. So. Did you watch the eclipse? Did you go to Oregon to watch it? I didn't go to Oregon to watch it, but I did watch it in Washington. Oh, um, they had the totality in Washington. Wasn't totality, oh, but it was it was. You were so close. What like ninety three percent or something <laughs> I know, in but the area? So the totality. Oh, is the yeah. magic. It, oh well, my God. <laughs> I was on a rooftop and I, with a bunch of people I didn't know, uh-huh. and I was like, "Well, this wasn't as much as I wanted it to be." You know, you're like, "That was it. Okay, bye." You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's almost near. Between, I mean, the only eclipse I'd ever seen before were these partial ones, but it's like a whole different experience. So, just I had this is like the fourth episode. I'm just bragging at this point. Did, this you, just keep, did you go to Oregon and see it? <laughs> no, I went to uh, Idaho, okay, which was awesome uh, actually, in and of itself. Because, where in Idaho? Uh, um, a sage, uh, sage junction, which is near Idaho Falls, okay. Uh, that was a, a weird experience just in itself because sage junction is a weird place it has this lava that looks like hawaii really yeah super strange it was just in idaho yeah i mean it, it doesn't look like the rest of idaho that's what's weird about yeah. it um but it was a fun drive because you go to vegas and you go through um salt lake city right. and uh i stayed in a motel across the street from an oil refinery Right outside Salt Lake City. Never done that there before. You go. Yeah, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess. there was like <laughs> the view from the room was literally this. You know, they leave like a little gas thing with like the things on fire. You oh, know, they're like yeah. burning like, off the natural yeah. gas. <laughs> like, like just watching wow, it. That's, uh, <laughs> that looks good. That, that, we, we picked that one because that was the uh, only one still available. I wonder they're, why. They're, in Idaho Falls, there were there was rooms available at a Comfort Inn for sixteen hundred dollars. Sixteen hundred dollars, because because just everybody just, was going there. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I have to drive in That's the morning. Crazy. And one of the first guy that got the room there, and then before the hotel realized, you know, it was going to be so popular, and his room still fifty bucks or whatever, and then <laughs> everybody else is paying a thousand dollars. I think they just saved that for the the last moment, yeah. you know, because I think they sort of slid up the. The price as they were running right, out. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, just, that's... Oh, man. And there probably were some cancellations or something. Right. <laughs> I don't want to go all the way over there. That's cool, though. That's awesome. So, did you see it? Totality, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I am... Um, um, it's, it's just... It's like being on another planet. It's so weird. I'd only ever seen a lunar eclipse when I was really young. Oh, those are fun because of the... Uh, yeah, I kind of liked it better. Because um, <laughs> But... Yeah, no, the, I think it is At the time, I was... There's something to see. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Because you to, to see the partial one, you have to put on the glasses, and then it literally just looks like you could have drawn it yourself, yeah. and be like, oh, I get it. It's a it circle like with a circle missing. Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Except Pac-Man's more interesting. And it was so. <laughs> I think it was maybe like ten thirty or something, mm-hmm. 
in Spokane when I had seen it. Mm-hmm. And so oh, Spokane was so close. It, oh my God. Yeah. It was a, so that it was really high in the sky basically is what, it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so it was so far away that it was like little circles, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't that, I was like, oh, okay. I'm glad I did this. Like, like, cool. How Spokane was so close. Oh, you right. Should, yeah. So, <laughs> you should have driven the extra, uh, yeah. like an hour, I think, uh, away. <laughs> should have actually. I could have done that. Yeah. Uh, Spokane's actually, there's a road. Uh, when I was looking it up, it's kind of connected to, uh, kind of connected to Idaho Falls. There's some free major interstate. It's interesting. Yeah. They have a few that go like just down through the middle mm-hmm. of Idaho, kind of from... The, uh, Eastern Washington. There were Canadians there, and I was like really confused. I, was like, I can't believe that we're meeting Canadians like from all the way. Th-. And then I realized, oh, actually, Idaho Falls is much closer to Canada than yeah. LA. So yeah. I was the strange one. Seattle's yeah, like an hour and a half from Canada, which is always really weird. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually the only time I've been there. Actually, is on the way to Canada. I'm serious. I've <laughs> really? never had, yeah, I've never had Seattle as the destination. That's At funny. some point, I will. But it's always like, oh, I, I like I use it as an excuse to to visit Seattle. Is like when I have to go to Canada anyway. It's like cheaper most of the time. Yeah. To fly in. Okay, so there's. A, I'm sense. trying to find this study, but uh, there's this study that said um, that talked about swearing. Why people swear? Okay. As I was explaining before, we swear on this podcast, and <laughs> it it does have a cost, which is that um, it, you know it's it has to be marked as explicit, and then on top of that, it causes it to get like banned in in places like like uh, even though a lot of our guests come from JPL, which is uh, you know the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which okay. is right nearby. Yeah. Um, so we have a lot of guests from there. You can't actually listen to it at Gmail. Really? They, <laughs> yeah. Because of the, the swearing? I, I, I think that's the reason. I'm not sure. You know, g- government labs have a lot of rules with the internet. It's like very harshly controlled because they like, they're really worried about, you know, people, I don't know, looking at porn or something at work and making money at work. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, when I worked at Los Alamos, it was, the, it was like that, but like times 10. And it was really frustrating because sometimes a site would get flagged for, they have these, all these like robots that would flag sites to block them. And, and then okay. they'd usually wait for a person to override it. But um, we had to take data during the weekend. And so sometimes like Google would just get blocked, like all of Google <laughs> or, or all of Wikipedia <laughs> or something. And be like, we'd have, so there'd be a little form you fill out on the screen. It's like, this site's blocked. If you want to explain why, you know, why you need it, say here. But nobody was there on the weekend. So sometimes it's like, if Wikipedia was blocked on Friday, we'd just be screwed until Monday. Look at <laughs> it's it. like, oh, we can't look up Search literally anything. anything. Right. <laughs> awesome. and, and then you really realize how dependent you are on it. Even, you know, even if you know stuff. Right. Scientists, we're supposed to know stuff, but even Wikipedia is pretty yeah, helpful. Scientists are using <laughs> Wikipedia. That's funny. I mean, it's pretty good. I just it's feel like in really college good. they were always like, "Don't use Wikipedia." I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was just like where I would start, and then I would mm. always use like the articles that they. Oh um, well, we would never reference and stuff. We would never. We would never cite it. You know, yeah, you can't right, cite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't cite Wikipedia to right. paper. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh-huh. But that's like where we would just the general, and then I'd look at like what articles right. they used. And but if you already know what you're looking for, you can kind of tell if it's there. 
I mean, like a lot of times it's just numbers. You know, there's a lot of numbers to look up or dates or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Or a formula or something. They have a lot of that stuff. That's pretty good. Okay. Actually, usually it's it's people we know, especially when it's in field. It's usually we know the people who, who added it because there's so few people <laughs> in our field. Great. It's like, oh, you did a great job uh, adding awesome. that to Wikipedia. Yeah, How nice. I could have that. asked you, but I'll just look at your Wikipedia page. <laughs> right. It's usually like a first year grad student or something. It's like, oh, I'm st- they're studying it anyway. They're like, I'm going to enter this in Wikipedia. Well, that's <laughs> nice of you. Because I'm not going to figure it out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so but one of the things they found out is that swearing is really important for getting trust. Really? Yeah. But they, so, I, again, I'll try and look up the site. <laughs> I'm citing Wikipedia here. So, uh, no, I'm not even because I don't even have the Wikipedia <laughs> article. Citing a thing I read on the internet later, <laughs> sort of. I read it somewhere. <laughs> Um, anyway, so a lot of point, like swearing builds trust between people because it's like a secret code saying like, Hey, we're telling, the, you know, we're telling the truth. Uh, you know, cause I'm not being, you can tell I'm not being watched by sensors if I do that. Okay. And, um, the reason this is interesting nowadays is because, um, this obviously happens in politics. It's like you deliberately say something offensive in order to, sh- you know, to show people you're secretly on their side or it's like an inside thing, even if you don't even believe it, you know, like, right. uh, you know, I feel like, like a lot of people are doing, you know, like they'll do the neo-Nazi thing. It was like, Hey, I'm not actually Nazi. I'm just, isn't it cool that we both think that this is not horrible? <laughs> you know, yeah. Something like oh, that. God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so swearing is like that. And part of the reason I think that a lot of science communication has problems is because it hasn't, uh, it hasn't embraced that fully. You know, nobody's it's like swearing. nobody's swearing. And just like in comedy, there's a political correctness to it, although mm-hmm. it's much more formal. And so I feel like, you know, it, there has to be kind of a swearing <laughs> to, to just make it be like, like feel real yeah. because people have to be able to, you know, feel like they can say what they're saying yeah well i feel like it breaks up like the monotony of saying the same stuff and then all of a sudden you swear you're like oh wait this is different something you know they're serious i think politics is a good example because i don't know i've listened to clips not necessarily from here but people you know they're in um it was a canadian clip and she like kind of made a joke Mm -hmm. uh and it was everybody i think it kind of woke everybody up she made a joke about farting. Um, it was, but it was, they should, they were, everybody was just like, what? Wait, okay. You know, so it's kind of the same thing when you swear. You're like, oh, you're serious, I guess. Or mm-hmm. this is different for some reason. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, now I want to hear this joke. On the podcast. Yeah. Now she just said something about, like, I think their health care or something being like a fart in the room like nobody wanted to talk about oh, it. Oh, I think I saw this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so, but she's like giving this speech. And then one of the other people gets mad about it. But um, <laughs> it's just so silly because it makes sense, though, you know, and you're right. like, well, you can't type that. Yeah. Right. Everyone gets it's outraged great. and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, this is like a thing, you know, sixth graders say. Right. Exactly. Microsoft just recent, uh, released their code from a long time ago. So not the stuff that everybody uses now. Mm-hmm. And they just released it for everybody to look at. And there's all these like hidden jokes and, and, and like there's farts and f-bombs and, stuff. <laughs> and just all these easter eggs that nobody <laughs> threw like uh what a, this yeah, is hilarious they're showing they trust you <laughs> <laughs> well it kind of is like uh when i i used to work as a programmer and they do do a lot of you know programmers do inside jokes like that yeah. too all the time well i've always thought that like 
it would get boring you know you kind of have to like with uh, any desk job or whatever i feel yeah, like totally. it gets boring and kind of kind of mix it up for yourself and that uh-huh. would be oh i'm gonna change this up yeah and we we do the same thing in our logbook sometimes they'll just be like people will put jokes like going home early because the accelerator is fucking broken or something <laughs> like that like somebody will just say that and what was this kind of a we it kind of upset some of our collaborators and the rest of us did it like um for some reason the caltech side had a was known as like the swearing school because i guess the other one is from north carolina i guess like there's sort of a su- southern decency where you're not supposed to do that okay and nobody gives a shit about that in la <laughs> like we'll awesome. just do it on purpose yeah. so it was kind of an inside joke but only like to half of the group so the, the other <laughs> the half is like oh, right i remember uh, another one was a uh, there was a broken excel um a piece of equipment and we kept frying the the leads because we weren't using it right and it took us a while to figure out why we were frying it but every time it happened it was like really frustrating because we work on weekends and nights mm-hmm. and so everyone's always in a bad mood because nobody wants to do that <laughs> right. and so like every time it broke this uh one of our collaborators wrote fucked and put like with on a little p-touch thing and put it over it so we knew to not use yeah, it, not use it. <laughs> but then there was another time when we had like a safety inspection and someone was like you can't put that on the because <laughs> right. like people walk through and they're like, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes even senators walk through and right. it's just like, hey, it says fucked on there. Well, and then you like you never mm-hmm. really know how people are going to react, and so sometimes you got to just like throw it out there anyways. Right. Like right. Well, I used to work with kids when I had a day job, and we'd have meetings every week about like what kids were having trouble and whatnot, and so my boss was always kind of like um being professional even though we got along really well so i knew she'd be fine if i did this and he'd be like well this kid's doing this and i'm like being a fucking asshole yeah he is <laughs> and so then half the staff is like um i don't know if we should say that and then everyone else is laughing and like yeah he is being an asshole <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> how little um i had like elementary school so it was kindergarten to fifth grade i was oh, okay. specifically with the fourth and fifth graders oh and... they, they know that stuff oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> those ones oh yeah yeah which is they're all gonna be sarcastic adults when they get all the ones i had oh god so here's one uh code inlined because we're gods that's a funny one. <laughs> it's cocky yeah well when you inline code then yeah right. <laughs> uh they have data types named bad fart <laughs> and they named it that because they, they just called it a hack you know what a hack is have you heard that i'm sure you've heard hacking but you know what a programmer says oh this is a hack it means like it's it means like there's a deadline and you need it just to work and so instead of designing it nicely just you you make it just work make and it work and that's where the term hacking came from actually it was from that um because it's, it's like a hack job so instead you know it's like instead of sawing it nicely you know you uh Use a hack. Tear it apart. Yeah, yeah, tear it apart. So that's where the term hacking comes from, because the the coders that did that became the ones who were like, "Oh, I can, you know, I, I can break oh, this I know thing." How to fix and, it. Yeah, yeah. or move it around. And that's and now good. that's a that's practically a major word now, hacking, because yeah. that rules our life. And then apparently, the hackers. <laughs> there's a whole group of them. Yeah, right? I'm just giving up on trying to be have anything private. I just I just assume. Yeah. Any. My brother and I got in a fight about it the other day because I was like, "Whatever," like I don't. <laughs> What are they going to look at? I don't care. And he's like, what about like taking your money? And I was like, oh, yeah, the $300 I have? I don't give a shit. And he was like, making because he, he gets like really sensitive about that stuff. And uh-huh. then he makes my parents freak out because he's like, you need to change your passwords all the time and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, people are looking at their Facebook. No one cares. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, oh God. 
Yeah. It does happen, though. I know. I, was, I had a friend just lose her uh, Instagram account. Oh, yeah? Just, yeah, just taking over. Oh, no. All her photos. Every, yeah. I had a brutal. friend. Yeah. Something is Facebook got taken over, and then they just changed, like, everything to something weird. I forget what it was, but they, like, went through all of his photos and, like, changed them. I wasn't dicks or anything, but it was, you know, something dumb. Mm-hmm. He got it back, though, somehow, and I don't know. They'll recover, but, man, they don't want to help because they're just... I was like, look, your password was one, two, three. What are we going to do? Right, exactly. You got to change it. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I mean, I've given up. I've given up. Uh, it's kind of depressing, but I've, I've I've seen the really high end part of it because we do a lot of security, you know, computer security for the stuff we do. And I've just, yeah. People still just you know, figure it's just, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it doesn't matter because what, what, all you can do is trust some some organization to keep stuff for you like you know like i keep everything in google now it's like yeah they're gonna get right they'll get hacked eventually now people are just <laughs> other people can probably just look at that if they want to and like, <laughs> right. sure here you check it out mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean what all do you, you can do think is about tr- this novel i've started three times whatever um do you have any science stories I mean, I read science stuff the same way I read the newspaper, which is usually just the sports section. (laughs) So you read the sports section of the science section? Yeah, there's like like Science Daily has like a sports section. I don't know. I just kind of go through that every once in a while. But what is new in science? I mean, there's uh, a lot of sports. I was was reading something this morning. I mean, the big things now are football. So Right, the concussion. Yeah, grad student doing something. I couldn't remember where he was studying, but... He was, you know, doing something on concussions and they basically took like uh, like a foam you can measure um, like force with and put it inside of the helmet so he could like see, I guess, what like the level of um, like each hit was producing and like when you would get a concussion versus when you weren't and stuff. And like that stuff, because like when I was in college, we used a lot of technology stuff just for exercise testing but mm-hmm. that's such an isolated like you have to be here on this treadmill with me that's it and so i'm always kind of interested to watch people put technology in sports mm-hmm. like on all these other ways you think uh robots are gonna take over sports for us someday? <laughs> i didn't even think about that they're taking over sex right they're, so yeah they're taking over everything <laughs> yeah i mean like, maybe literally every job will be gone <laughs> interesting i hadn't thought about that part maybe they'll probably take the the seats in the stands too just yeah. like no sorry You're this like, is we'll just, just robots watch, watching robots uh, sim- <laughs> simulate what a football yeah. game would be like you guys just get back in your i mean that would pod and <laughs> fix the concussion problem in football yeah uh, do you know um john urschel Mm-mm. uh john urschel is a mathematician like a real mathematician like he's publishing papers and stuff but he's also in the ravens he's a center for the oh, ravens okay. Uh, the day that they announced, and it was always controversial because he's a really smart guy. It, it's it's kind of weird when people are smart. They're like, "But you shouldn't ruin your brain." Right, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. to most but football players, like, eh, "You're not going to be doing much." Right. Fun. But he really uses it a lot, and it's very. He uh he actually retired. He really loves football, but he retired the day after the most recent concussion news that came out i think it was like what was it like 99 percent of brains were damaged or yeah. something so he just he's like look i love football but That's i gotta crazy. go with my brain so yeah well and yeah especially for you know even if you're in the nfl you're still only playing till you're 
maybe in your 30s. Yeah, that's true. And then you have <laughs> hopefully he's, he's the 26. rest of your life to like keep a brain, you know? So, right. Yeah. And, and he's sense. 26, so and he's still doing math, so he has a lot in front of him. But um, yeah, it's sad. I don't think I blame people who don't do that, though. Oh, where they don't retire? Yeah. No, I don't even understand why. I, I never get the like why people get so mad at football. Like I, especially the funny is like I have a lot of liberal friends who are posting like like this is an outrage or something like that's so exploitive or something. It's like uh, that's like half the country's dream is right. to be doing that. I know, and like, they're, they're like paid millions of dollars to have fun. Also, so. they've worked really hard <laughs> to get there. That's always my thing. Like professional athletes. You can talk as much shit about them as you want, but they literally dedicated their entire life to that sport mm-hmm. because that's how that's what you have to do to be that good. And so I think people forget they're like, oh, they're spoiled and rich and blah, blah, blah. And sure they are, mm-hmm. but they worked really hard to get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. let them make whatever choice. their brain. <laughs> he's going to decide if he's okay with and, getting hit in the head all the time. And let's be honest. It's not just football players. Most of us don't really use our brains that much. <laughs> right. Anyway, so yeah, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm totally convinced being slightly concussed. I don't know if that's the word, but <laughs> I think it is. is that <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it used I, a lot, but <laughs> if it weren't like completely see, I I have the same problem. I invested my entire life in science, so mm-hmm. like I it, I can't throw it away at the moment because right. I was like, ah, eh, that'd be one more thing I failed at. Can't do that. Right. Um. So so I got to stick with it. But you know, if I had to choose, um, if, if it weren't like my livelihood, I'd probably be like, eh, I think I'd just be happier. Just a lot dumber. <laughs> that's I drink a lot of beer. I think that's why I drink that's so much what, beer. Yeah, it's like, just like, you know, what's help. nice about beer is it makes me able to be dumb for, you know, three hours. Right. <laughs> and that's yeah. a three to, like, well, I don't even hours, care. Depends. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about it. But yeah. I don't know. Something about dedicating your whole life to something but that's like other that happens with other things too like art and science and at some point you go i mean with comedy it's like at some point you're like i can't give up now all this time (laughs) yeah i mean this when i started comedy it was that was the scary part of it was that i was like uh some people are even like are you really gonna just not do science and do comedy now and luckily i haven't been making money so that's not a danger right, yeah don't do that <laughs> oh this is a great story uh australia is getting its own space agency oh i think i, I saw that which is great I, I don't know why they need it because they only have 20 million people but that's <laughs> you know that's cool um probably most countries should have one i guess yeah so, I, mean, uh, I made a joke on twitter that i hope they're Spaceships don't go the wrong way. They're going okay. the wrong way don't cause space problems. Go the opposite way. Yeah. But just to clarify, they actually still go the same way. So. <laughs> I always feel like this is so weird. I hate explaining jokes or anything like that. But sometimes I like feel like, especially if I make a science joke, since people are, you know, occasionally expect me to be accurate <laughs> or something, <laughs> I felt like I almost needed to put a disclaimer. And I was just sitting there like deliberating like, do I have to explain this? Like some things really do go the other way there, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think they do actually. Then I got on this like weird, uh, this weird rabbit hole where I was trying to figure out why people would want to send satellites the other direction. <laughs> so let me explain why they go the same way. So uh, satellites always, or most things, they launch from the east to the west. Sorry, from the west heading east. 
And they do that for a good reason because that's the direction the Earth is turning. Mm-hmm. So to get into orbit, you have to be going about 24,000 miles an hour. Or is it 17,000 17, miles an hour? That's like, that's like the speed of the space shuttle International both Space Both of those Station. seem They're incredibly both big. fast and yeah, the but, difference doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, but th- there is a difference because we're traveling... At the equator, you're traveling a thousand miles an hour. A lot of ah. people don't realize that because you're sitting still and everything's here. So but, but so they're going faster. Yeah, because the Earth, if you think like going around the Earth is really long, and it, ta- it but you go in one day. So this they're spinning pretty damn fast. It's just that we're all stuck to, in place, so it doesn't feel like it. But it does matter when you're launching a satellite because you get a boost from that. So you only have to go 16,000 miles more if you go one way, but you have to go 18,000 miles more to go the other way. So it's always cheaper to go with the Earth, so almost everything goes that way. But, you know, the nice thing about going the, the other way is you get to get to the same spot on the Earth faster. <laughs> you, you get to, So if you're trying to take a picture of something down below, you get it slightly sooner than... If you're going with the earth. right, so I don't know. Yeah, that's this is why I try not to avoid these things, uh, <laughs> or try to avoid thinking about this stuff. Anyway, their uh, their budget, I guess, is uh, gonna be pretty small. 08 percent of the world, the global space budget. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Well. Um, oh, just fun. Started. Fun fact: We crashed Skylab into Australia. Oh. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, we should have our own space program." Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who suggested that that was their space program. They're like, okay, we finally fixed it. Boy, <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> we fixed it. Back. Let's launch and this. <laughs> <laughs> just duct tape together. <laughs> Would it be hilarious if just Australia became a superpower out of nowhere and just like had world domination it's yeah. like no one see, would see that coming they really just right? abandoned their like relaxed lifestyle thing that they've <laughs> right. been had going for so long and they're like all right it's time to get serious right. <laughs> first thing on the table all maps destroyed <laughs> <laughs> like all up us what would they call it upside downers or something what would they call us they, they think oh, yeah. of, they get the wackiest names for for things they do uh they have this hilarious name for a hurricane there Whirly whirlies. It's like whirly whirlies. There's something like that. <laughs> Just how literal some of those things are. You're like, yeah. So you have a podcast. Can you want to tell us about your podcast? Yeah, I have a podcast. It's Love called it. The Hug Life Podcast, and um, the whole idea is that we talk about good stuff. We talk about positive. Uh, we talk about like good news stories and we positive spin a different topic every time, which we've done science a couple of times. Um, <laughs> and it's real, you know, it's silly and dirty and, and fun, but it's the idea is that you just forget everything sucks for an hour and just have fun. And, uh, we have different guests, usually comedians like every other week, but, um, we've had a couple musicians and we had a lady who started like her own charity organization and stuff. Because at the end of every episode, I highlight a different charity. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Thanks. Um, and she was really interesting, actually. So we have some different types of guests, but mostly comedians. Um, and then it's just fun and good for a while. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Very relaxing. Yeah, it's fun. I, I just, I can't be positive. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> and it so, drives me crazy. That's honestly like my favorite... <laughs> 
um, guest to have. It's so <laughs> fun because you like more fun than therapy. Force them. <laughs> we play a game. We play a game called Top Five Turnaround, where I pick a list from the internet that's like the worst, like the five worst movies or whatever, and then my co-host Mike and whoever the guest is has to like tell us why it's not that bad so that's so like people stretch hard on that sometimes where they're like um i don't know it's uh some people like it or whatever like it just um it's oh, really see, fun i remember the pictures of mike uh now it's coming back to me yeah he's like super in a good mood looking yeah. all the time he's like it's he so just, funny it looks like he should be like a pediatric hospital worker <laughs> or something like patch adams yeah. in real life that's hilarious <laughs> um yeah it's funny because i was my brainchild and i like thought of it but my demeanor is so laid back and low energy and that's just kind of how i am but i am like i focus on like positive affirmations and positive thinking all the time like Mm -hmm. it's just something that like i've been taught and i really and it kind of saves me a lot of times and mike is the exact opposite where he like has this really bubbly personality and he's like happy all the time and fun to you know everybody's like oh he's like the sweetest guy but in his own head he's like just kind of negative and he gets down on himself and stuff like that so we have just have like this contrast that's almost perfect where it's like me talking him into like thinking better about himself and that's then awesome. him he's having and you guys had like those fun happy. pictures you get like at a sleepover yeah, yeah. Like, we did a big yeah. tour and we called it the blanket fort comedy tour oh yeah and so right, those pictures right. were us in the I blanket fort that. yeah um no, I'm just, uh, when I look at, I'm just filled with rage. It's so unhealthy. I'm just filled with rage <laughs> It's all really the hard time. to just, um, make it go the other way, too. Yeah. Like it's, I, and I, you know, I'm still blaming robots. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just putting that on the table. I don't mean the ones taking my job. I'm mad at them, too. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just feel like, you know, we've handed over our entire social interaction to robots. And, you know, I, Everyone used to be worried about Skynet, like that it would be us physically battling machines. It's like robots would never do that. They they have gotten so good at just pissing us off. They will just turn us on each other. <laughs> it's like, have yeah. you seen the movie The Happening? It's a M. Shyamalan movie. Yeah, I heard um, it was weird. It's pretty cool. It's like the premise is that like um, like plants reprogram people to just immediately kill themselves. Whoa. Yeah, it's really freaky because it's like. Uh, if you imagine you just you it's as if like the idea was planned in your head like just kill yourself as fast as possible using the full capacity of your intellect so it's like people will be there like they'll just like a zombie walk over to the to the kitchen and take a knife and just saw off their head or something freaky like yeah i remember the trailer was just people like jumping off buildings right (laughs) but what made it so scary is that it's just like the fact that it's not just like acting dumb like a zombie apocalypse it's like no you're imagine you're just totally reprogrammed to use your best ability you know yeah. like one of the examples is if you're in a car you just drive really fast into a concrete wall or something. um anyway yeah uh it's probably one of his better movies which really yeah i've only that seen a couple sense. i think yeah. Yeah, I've only seen it. I rewatched Sixth Sense. That's actually a good movie. It is a good movie. Turns, I like, don't like scary movies. Like, either, oh, so. I remember that's where his career came from. Yeah, no, it makes it makes more I mean, sense. There was way. a good one. In there. <laughs> I watched Lady in the Water, and I was like, "This is <laughs> so many of them." Right? Like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but so I feel like robots are doing that. Yeah, that's what I think is going on. I think on. you're right. Well, and so th- that. They're happening us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, no, we're just going to program you guys to to murder yourself. This might be a bit of, I don't know. I don't know a lot about robots, but I feel like in a lot of scary movies or like 
like sci-fi type of situations, the thing that is fighting you can like it's the lack of physical you know what I mean like a person you kill that person then they're done but it's the idea that they can kind of leave that physical Mm -hmm. thing and with like just computers and robots and machines and stuff it's not like there's almost a cloud type of situation going where it's like I have all your information and it doesn't matter if you get rid of this like physical part of it that's still there right i mean that's what we set up there's there's no country to it there's no like that's part of why we're seeing the world getting so crazy you know it's like we're our robots are literally like attacking each other in other countries and then and then the combination of you know the 90s was really built on this idea that you can program an algorithm to extract money from people usually through advertising so it's kind of funny because this is like was considered an amazing achievement. I mean, it's still, you know, it gave us Google and Facebook and all that stuff. But, um, but then at the same time, there's, you know, huge criminal organizations making their robots. So it's like, we took all our, our old warfare ideas, our old animosity and, and like always trying to exploit other people. We just, we, it, we ended up programming the robots to do that and now it's just like oh crap they're right. really good at it yeah <laughs> and it's just backfired it's the such way. a yeah it's such a like there's two sides of the coin it's like okay it can do all these things that we want but that means it's also smart enough to do all these things that we don't want right. great <laughs> and uh, i think the thing that a lot of sci-fi got wrong so you mentioned like how they the they're fighting something and and it leaps around mm-hmm. i took that's totally right but what i think a lot of the things missed is that we always thought that it would be a you know a thing like a like a personified intelligence in fact even the term artificial intelligence implies you know there's a siri and you talk to siri but but that's really not even how siri works that's actually for our benefit to make it look like we're talking to something the real robots are the real algorithms are they're not connected they don't coordinate and they're almost it's almost like way worse than an artificial intelligence because there's nothing to there's no one to to argue with there's no one to defeat there's no one it's 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 a way closer to like a contagion you know it's just like they're all these little bacteria like things all competing for their different things i mean then and we literally feed them you know like we we give some algorithms more time to to you know it's like there's a bunch of google algorithms and google gives the ones that make money they give the other like oh these are working so let's give them more and there's all these ones trying to trade on the stock market and like oh that one's doing better so we end up having this like evolving system where these little algorithms are are you know eating resources which is you know electricity time on the computer or right. on the cloud but they're but they're growing like like molds and like bacteria and all and it, over the place. And, it, and if you imagine like you know with the disease, you don't you don't go and kill the disease. There's nothing to kill because right. we're, we, <laughs> you know. yeah, you can just kind of like push it back or like yeah. make it you know. There's no alien. in remission. I mean, robots in remission. Right. You know? There's no one you know evil thing that you shoot and then everyone's like, oh okay, that's yeah, better. It. Thank God we unplug that. And, and it's, you know, another thing like bacteria, another similarity to bacteria is it's not like we can just kill off all bacteria on Earth because we need right. them. Yep, <laughs> exactly. Same with robots. There's good like, ones and bad yeah, ones. Yeah. We're not, this is not going away. Oh, God. Look <laughs> what we just, did. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> It was so weird back in the '90s. Everyone was like, "Oh, the internet's gonna be so great, and there's gonna be so much free speech. And it's gonna be awesome." And then everybody was like, "Oh, but uh, I'm not sure it's so awesome." Right. Uh, Microsoft did this experiment, or another company did an experiment where they they people are writing these trolls, you know, troll bots. They're really big on Twitter. Mm. Paid a big part in the election, 
and uh the, the so they did some experiments with it let them just go off on their own and the results are like terrifying like uh one within 24 hours just became a hardcore neo-nazi just it started Jesus. off as a started off as like a 19 year old girl or 20 year old girl and then just immediately like who liked makeup and then just immediately just mutated this that's scary that's right? terrifying i know scary. oh my god and it's and it's just you know that's uh shows you what the climate is i guess but <laughs> jesus <laughs> racist robot right. microsoft experiment in a, in a day yeah. i feel like it to took my grandparents at least 40 years to be that racist not <laughs> so, one day now some people are complaining that um humans did this on purpose to it maliciously okay so some people are saying that trolls trolled the ai bot and you know oh, all it's trying to do is just I it's see. just trying to belong so it's know? like feeding them more <laughs> yeah. neo-nazi stuff right which i, I think is a, a big part of how it, twitter works now too you know it's like this feedback cycle you know like the president tweets some and then his followers tweet it, and then robots take that and they amplify it and then you know it, it's it's this weird thing where we're just I, I think we're part of the hacked like our brains are literally a continuous blob with it that's another reason why we can't just kill it off it's like it's literally part right, of we're part of it too oh, God. okay so this is the part of the bing team did this experiment the robot's name was uh was tay t-a-y um it was just a millennial it was just supposed to be a fun millennial <laughs> and then it just people messed with it and kept uh <laughs> okay these people just get like they put it on uh trolls from 4chan the po- from the political mm. section <laughs> just went and started messing with it and it just they turned it into a genocidal maniac in 24 hours god, <laughs> oh my god that's and microsoft crazy. had to come out and admit this there's like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they did a similar experiment um in china and apparently they're this is almost kind of scary you gave like a like a hardcore pro-american which i guess is the china version of scary neo-nazis i don't know (laughs) there's an example of a tweet someone's like hey tay what did the holocaust happen (laughs) and then and then tay retweets it was made up and made a clapping emoji oh Oh, man (laughs) so bad oh man and then it's it becomes i don't know it becomes impossible to differentiate between like real people and these robots yeah, robots and yeah. then who's fucking with them on purpose and like just oh man here's another one of the tweets that came up with um <laughs> ricky charvet i guess ricky Gervais asked a question ricky Gervais learned totalitarianism from adolf hitler the inventor of atheism <laughs> that was what it tweeted back Whoa. at ricky <laughs> so weird <laughs> man so, in other news we're screwed yeah great <laughs> Okay, well, why don't we end on a cheerful note since you're you're more practiced <laughs> than I am? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we usually don't dig a hole like that first, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, it'll be a nice uh, um, it'll be a nice distraction from your normal podcast. Yeah. So, um, where are you touring? Let me give a shout out to cities people. Did I already ask this? No, let's, let's um, yeah, we may have talked about i don't know my next few like i'll be in oregon that's why we started talking about the eclipse yeah next week yes and then um after that i have like i think we're salt lake and then michigan minnesota wisconsin 
And then on the way back, we're doing like Omaha and Denver. So at the end of October, there's kind of a lot of random places I'll be. In Salt Lake, check out the uh, the hotel. It's, I think it's a Motel 6 across the street from Refinery. Recommend staying there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. That's, a, that's great. <laughs> it's like a campfire. It's like camping. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my calendar is usually updated properly, and it's monicanevy.com. Um, but also I forgot to mention this at the beginning. So this summer I was actually in Seattle a lot because I got a grant to make a film project, like a web series. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. Totally different than what I'm used to doing. So I learned a lot, but, um, we're in like full swing of editing right now, but it should be out in November. And if you guys could check it out, it's great. It's called 80 for 80. And I, um, interviewed like spelled out 80, the letters or number words? and then for the word and then number 80 for 80 like 30 for 30 um oh yeah (laughs) i interview people over the age of 80 um and this one specifically in king county but i had a ton of fun doing it so far it's looking really nice and you know you guys watch it let me know what you think but i would like to do it in other cities so um, oh you actually uh you travel and then do the interviews, but not on stage. You do them. No, yeah, we just filmed. Um, and doing it in Seattle first was smart because that's where I'm from, and so it was easier. But I mean, there's plenty of things I learned that I would do differently <laughs> in other cities. But I'm so interested to kind of, you know, compare a little bit from, you know, where people are from, and it's fun and silly. And you know, we asked them inappropriate questions and had them play with fidget spinners and stuff. But then you also accidentally get some like really you know, deep, real answers. Because I think people around, like, maybe your 50s and 60s, you still are sugarcoating it for other people, where you're like, oh, (laughs) aging is, it's fine, and this, you know, and things are still great, and whatever. But people, once they hit maybe 75, they don't give a fuck, and they will tell you exactly what they think. (laughs) And how many of them were like, (laughs) how many of them were like, yeah, every time I go to bed, I hope that I don't wake up. Like, just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really just like <laughs> candid answers it was really interesting and funny and and fun and so uh yeah you should check it out oh, awesome. 80 you for should, 80. uh if you get the budget you should go to um okinawa i think there's uh there's the oldest people in the world and part of it their claim is the reason they have or they live to such a long age i think like they routine they have like the most people over 100 there but they have yeah. a lot of 80 year olds too but one of the things they claim is that like the secret is that they like being alive that's amazing that. yeah and then, i mean like barely everyone's really happy the there. criteria second or <laughs> technically was just over 80 so i mean that counts we right. had like a 91 year old oh, but oh, okay. um uh that would be great i mean that would be like it'd be funny to ultimate have somebody, goal there right. and you know i'd do some more cities here it'd be hilarious great. to have a guest where it's just like i don't really remember being 80 that's, that's right too long that's ago. 20 years ago <laughs> right. no man oh they do, oh, they do this amazing. weird they do this weird study where um you you remember your um, the way memory works, you remember your 20s the best. Really? Yeah. So um, there's mm. two batches of memory. So you uh, you remember the 20s really well, and then you also remember about the last 10 years. Okay. But if you go and track like how many memories people have, like tell if if, if you ask somebody just like tell me a biography of your life, that they a lot of times they remember way more about stuff they did in their 20s than even they did just like five years ago or even two years ago. Wow. Like that's just more that's like implanted in their brain that's it's funny. like hardwired I mean, thinking about you know my grandparents specifically definitely i mean my grandmother was like a young mother so uh-huh. she like had her kids at around 20 so she re- like she has such detailed intricate intricate stories about 
my dad and his brother, but I just always thought that was like a mom thing, you know, uh-huh. but maybe it's more because it was during that time where she's rem- remembering those things more than interesting. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to bring up. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seattle is now turning into a, a spacefaring city. God. Did you hear about that? No. What does that mean? Uh, well, so Amazon is has a company called Blue Origin. I don't know if Blue oh, Origin is yeah. technically in there, but it, I think it is. I think it's, it's a, a Seattle It company. is, definitely, actually, because my, both my parents are in the electronic distribution industry, and they both sell to Blue Origin. Awesome. So you guys are going to be distributing a lot more. Cause I they, literally have a Blue Origin water bottle. Mm-hmm. So. so it's it's Seattle against all of Australia. Yeah, here <laughs> we go. Space I'm guessing <laughs> Seattle will probably win, but yeah. I mean, no, no offense to Australia. They were cool. So every time, like, they get a new customer mm-hmm. like in, you know in sales that's what my dad does but they take your business card and like put it in a rocket or whatever whatever they're putting up there and then when it comes back down they give it back to you so my dad has like a framed of his business card that's like been to space yeah it's pretty awesome. cool but they, they like do it with their customers which i think are yeah well uh your dad will probably get a lot more money now because uh they just got their first real customers and they're gonna actually start launching satellites for real and great which you know one of the things when i was in seattle i noticed like it's there's a there's sort of a dark side to the fact that like so much manufacturing just disappeared yeah. from Seattle. Mm-hmm. So I hope that this you know turns that yeah, around. Yeah, it got it got really techy and stuff. For, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, My, uh, hmm. I, I went and did a show down like, there uh, near sort of like the blue collar area. People even called it that too, and yeah. it was it was fun because blue collar comedy is a lot harder <laughs> they tell you how you feel especially like hey i'm a nerd hey how's it going exactly <laughs> right but it was really fun but uh there was like it a lot of people were telling me that it was really sad that there wasn't a lot of manufacturing well yeah because so it was like this... boeing was moving jobs for a, a while like other places oh right and that's so. actually really similar um you know same kind of thing yeah i think that's great uh, yeah it's funny now that you mention it i don't even know if people are supposed to know this but like two or three months ago both of my parents ended up going to a like an open house big kind of event for blue origin so i wonder mm-hmm. if it was like them getting all of that going kind of thing so it's awesome because uh you know i i love doing i love science but i the part i hate about it is physically being at a computer all day right it's just, that's my least favorite part yeah uh and that might be why you know people who do sports are happier i think actually <laughs> right. i'd rather um, be dumb and moving yeah no, I'm I, I just make a habit out of going outside to just work on something. That's good, yeah. Anyway, dig a ditch or mow the well, lawn. Well, I, I or do something. think balance is the most important oh, yeah. part of well, that. So doing yeah. both. Yeah. All right, Monica, it's been great having you. Yeah, on the thanks show. for having me. It was really fun. Yeah. Thanks. Awesome.